uh, what are we going to talk about, Rich, today? Uh, what are we going to talk about today, Rich? <laughs> Air sealing. Air sealing. One and my favorite topics. Yeah. Air sealing. Insulation, all that, all that fun stuff. Mm. And mostly air sealing. Yeah, mostly air sealing. Okay. And with that, uh, let's let's shoot this open again, there, Fuzzy. You got it. Here I come to save the day. Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. And for people who want common sense guidance on how to build green and live a more sustainable lifestyle. Send an email or call into the show. The Mighty House crew is on the job. This is Mighty House. So this is going to get a lot better in the future. <laughs> so right now, I hope so. right now, it, it we're okay. But look at, I mean... Check it out. Rich is in town. We're all in the same shop. Robbie just shows up, just walks in. It's perfect. So uh, if you, if you hey. really enjoy what you're seeing here today and in the future, make sure you hit that subscribe button and, uh, and hit the like buttons and all that stuff. So that way this keeps moving forward. And then Mr. Floor will be happy because he, well, he, he knows his cups are getting out there and everybody's seeing them. Uh, Mr. Floor will be very happy because Mike just said I bought the Mr. Floor laminate cleaner because I heard about it on Mighty House and it works great. It works so, excellent. Thank it you does. so much. Nice. Yep. Advertising works. Yeah, see? Right here. Right there. See that? There Rich, you go. take a drink. <laughs> All right, let's, let, let's get to this thing. So we're talking air sealing today. And, you know, we're going to try and tighten up your house a little bit. Make it work a little bit better. This is something you can do yourself. And you don't necessarily need to go hire anyone other than the first step, which is how do we find out where those air leaks are, Rich? That's right. We want to get a blower door test done. Okay. So, as we said, I don't know what, what you really know about air sealing, but if I give you a little quiz and ask you what's more important, air sealing or insulation, you know, the, what do you think would be the biggest difference? Well, I, you know, most people are going to say, well, I just, I just need more insulation. And you, generally the call you get is, uh, my house is kind of cold. Can you just come put some insulation in my attic? Thinking yep. that's what it's going to be. When in reality, you're going to put your hand on her shoulder? Oh. <laughs> you could just face. poke me because you I'm... Just push her over. I'm, I'm doing what I usually do, social media. <laughs> right. You're socializing. I'm socializing. So, Sometimes I play games. Yeah. So um, most people would say insulation, but... If I put two feet of insulation in and I don't air seal any of it, what happens with that? Oh, you make a great air filter. That's right. So you just all you're doing is filtering all that air that comes in your house. So yeah. air sealing is really where you want to go, and it can be as simple as caulking some things. So yes. Uh, so like we've by talked starting about this. with a blow. Go ahead. By starting with a blower door test, you will get a quantitative result of how much air leakage there is in your house. Quantitative. He used a really big word. I know. It's so, so unlike yeah, Rich. <laughs> so that'll tell you how much air is leaking into your house then if you use a blower door test. And you can call a home inspector. A lot of home inspectors do that. Um, it is an energy auditor that you're really looking for. But energy auditors and insulation people or energy auditors and home inspectors, that's kind of those two guys go together. And they do a lot of that work together. So... Um, you can call yep. an energy auditor, and they'll come out, put a blower door test in, 
And uh, if you want to see what that's all about, we've actually got some videos on our, ch on our uh, channel that'll show you how to do a blower door test. And one we did about two years ago on a job. And then we're also doing one right now on Mike Novak's house. And I'm sorry, what was that, Fuzzy? Thanks, Mike Novak. Exactly. Thanks, Mike Novak. Great. So he's letting us actually shoot his house. We're walking around his house. We tore the place apart. I mean, it was, it was a mess with what we're doing there. So you'll well, get to see It's over 100 years old. It's a 130-year-old house. house. Is yeah, so I, I would anticipate having a lot of air leakage oh yeah yeah when we did but the bike if you do a blower door test and you seal his house all up you can actually create damage by trapping humidity in areas where it can't escape and so that's where the building science becomes important but let's go back to air sealing real simple with with what is a blower door test and the blower door test is a, a simple process of negatively pressuring pressurizing your house and you'll hear us say three air changes per hour at 50 pascals. So 50 pascals is the equivalent of a 20 mile an hour wind. Blowing on your house on all sides right. at the same time. That's what the blower so, door test is doing. Right. So that's how they determine. That's all that blower door is doing is it's actually just simulating that wind. And it's going to show you where all the air is leaking into your house or leaking out of, depending on, you know, the time of year. Right. Right. So you, you, you're always running a humidifier in the winter, especially if it's 10 or 12 degrees outside. Well, all the humidity of your house is going out those cracks, those holes. Yeah. So it's important to air seal to keep humidity in during the winter or to keep your uh, cool air in and keeping the house from having a stack effect, which then just pulls air from the bottom and it rises up through your attic. So it's important to do air sealing. Right. And um, like with Mike Novak's house, when we got into the attic that we did a few years ago, and again, you can watch our YouTube video. We've got a video of us doing that air sealing. Before we insulated the attic, the first thing we did is we went around and he, he needed a, some electrical work done. So he did all that electrical work first. Then we air sealed all of that. Wherever there's a box in the ceiling, where there's a fan box, anything like that, you wanna mm -hmm. make sure you air seal that. Any place where there's a pipe going down into the wall, you want to air seal around all of that stuff. And because that's where all that heat is rising and then you're getting the chimney effect there. So you want to be able to lift that up and, and make sure you get that all sealed. And right. that's, that's when you start in the attic, that's the first thing you want to do. And then after that, um, you just, with the blower door test, you're going to walk around and point out the places. And strangely enough, your windows are not going to be leaking nearly as much as what you think. That's not where the majority of the air is going to be coming from. So where's it coming no, from? No, and and glass is not a very good insulator. So you right. know somebody. That's why that's why they don't put R values on windows. Yep, they can't. So so let's say let's let's windows is a whole other topic. Let's not go there. Right. Um, okay. Yes. But so when we're doing the air sealing um, and we have the blower door test running, um, what types of methods do you find the air leakage? Where's it? Yeah, the the most of it um, is coming in around the rim joist, around the you know in the basement. You'll find it coming through the holes that go outside for the air conditioning, the or the plumbing's going outside or anything like that. Any any pipes going outside, you'll find. Yes, Robbie. Well, I put my hand up because I have questions because I am yes. the question asker. Okay, asker. Okay, so rim joist. <laughs> yes. 
Right. That um, is the that is the the it's part. Band oh, joist. It's a band joist, a rim joist. That's where your floor joist, the the beams that sit on your foundation that your floor sits on. There's around the perimeter of your house. It's called a, a rim joist or a band joist. Well, I think you guys have to break be, it down. Break it down. Sure. Can How you break it down box? for us? Sure. Isn't it like a boom box or never mind? A boom a beam. What, break a, it down. A what? I don't know. You wanna, anyway, a what? You are. You are saying a lot of things, and this is new for us to enjoy this podcast. Sure. But for example, yo, we did Mike Novak's house. <laughs> yeah. People. A lot of our listeners know who Mike Novak is. And if you don't, all you got to do is search his channel. He's got a YouTube channel. You can go check him out, and you can check him out on our channel. Which is nice, but we're on a whole new platform and we're doing new things and yes. we're talking about people we need to go and, back to the beginning and, and we want to make mike novak popular so that's why we yeah. keep saying thanks mike novak okay. there you go there thanks you go. fuzzy Rabbit. yeah they'll figure it out yeah. they'll figure it out i they'll know be in i'm just saying week. i'm going to be Probably asking earlier, a lot though. of questions <laughs> because you're saying terms so you know. so there you go so around okay. the rim so, uh, go ahead rich so while while the blower door is running you can go around the house and you can use thermal imaging cameras Yep. You know, especially like you said, it's 20 degrees out, right? Mm-hmm. It is Your right now. Your house is usually 75 or whatever. So if you're going around with a thermal imaging camera, you're going to see blue air coming through that uh, that thermal imaging camera quite well. Another way is uh, just using a smoke stick. So they have little smoke sticks. You go around the windows, the window casings. You can go along the band joists. You can go around your outlets. Yep. And the exterior yes. walls are a great I'll source of air leakage. Yep, that, so that, all that stuff. You go around with little smoke sticks, and you just mark down everything that needs to be addressed. You can walk around with a caulk gun and caulk everything in as you're doing it while that blower door is running, and you can literally watch Whoa. that number drop. Like that? It's like Ray Rayner's like magic. That. Did you pull that out of the desk? Yes, it's what? like it's the magic. God, I hope so, because it almost looked like it came out of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Rich's lap. That's what it I did. Right, that's what it looked like. I should have said, yes. Yeah. See, it, it was it was on your lap. I just picked it up off of your lap, Richard. So there we go. So one of these, anybody? Whoops, sorry, Rich. One of these, it's like it's going. Yeah, 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 poked you. So one of these, anybody can use. It's fairly simple to do, and it will stop a lot of the air coming through. We're gonna test it next. No, we're not, cause it's frozen. I just got it out of the truck. Oh, come on. I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? I have a question. You, go ahead. When we get back, I have a question. Well, here. Squeeze it. We'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Oh, it's working. It thawed out. Yeah, I work construction. There, that's what he's looking for. I build things. I don't know if y'all realize the pressure a man like me's got on. This is Mighty House. All right, you can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor. And wherever you're watching, click on the like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when we hit the air. And with that, you can also check out our podcast. And let, let me just check out the list here. We've got Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. They all run the podcast. And, of course, you can find it at MightyHouse.net. And if you go to MightyHouse.net, you'll find all our stuff right there. And uh, we've got videos posted, how-to stuff. It's a great resource for all your home improvement issues. Right, Rich? 
Yes, sir. See? And if you have any questions, just write an email to ron at mightyhouse.net. No, no, no. Rich at mightyhouse.net. That's who you want to send it to. <laughs> so back to the fine. insulating thing, I have two quick comments. No, air sealing. Air sealing. Air sealing. See this? Here, watch. We'll put this on your hand like that. See, now no air will get... Why See? don't you rub it in? <laughs> okay, so two things. Once you said about the air sealing for the electrical outlets. Yeah. all Huge. Yes. But you can buy these little packets of things at the store that you could put in there. The gaskets. There's foam gaskets. Foam gaskets. Yep. Is that safe? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. They, they do effective. a great job. They do a great job of blocking that air, stopping it from coming through. Second question. Yes. Do you ever go into somebody's restroom, like on an outside wall, and it's freezing in there? Uh-huh. That's insulation, not air sealing. Or is it both? Yes. It can be both. Yes. Yeah, I hate that. Why? Well... Because they don't have heated toilet seats. <laughs> I guess I don't have you, to deal with so that. So you don't you have must to go. do the little light... You must go out and buy a top-of-the-line Toto, then. Yes. You don't have to buy... Do the little... Smoke you know, tester? Smoke tester, or the... If you go in and you sit down and you freeze, uh -huh. then you know there's a problem. Is that, is that like putting your tongue on a pole, a light pole in the in the winter? And yes, it, oh, your okay. butt sticks. <laughs> That's not good. Your butt doesn't I mean, like stick. if the tidy bowl man is actually in a snowmobile? Right. <laughs> Anywho, so that's another way to test. Yeah. That's good. So, but, so you go around so, and you caulk, and we'll also keep mice out. Well, caulk is, caulk is fine for gaps up to, let's say, an eighth inch. You really shouldn't be using caulk for anything wider than that. What should you be using? So, well, that's where you, you could you actually back it with a backing rod and then caulk, but still nothing more than really eighth of an inch. For wider gaps, you <laughs> use this. Hold that up, Rich. <laughs> there you go. Wait, Just there simply you go. expanding foam. <laughs> Hold still, Please. no, wait. Hold still. Tease. <laughs> Hold still. <laughs> this, this, so. is, this is just one product that we, uh, great stuff, it's very popular, but there are other expanding foams that do it. Um, this particular one with the black, uh, black can is the large gap, and it will do large gaps. Let me stick that in front right here. So would you want to use a large gap around your windows? No, that's why you have the blue can. And this one is, is a low expanding. It still expands, but a low, a, at a slower pace. If you use this large one around windows and doors, it'll actually squeeze the door jams together onto the door or the window, and then you won't be yes. able to use your door. So it's, it's so, fairly and, strong. And it, actually, some window manufacturers have a little vinyl strap goes from one side of the jam to the other just for that reason. If you over-insulate or over-pack the sides or you use the wrong foam, the window will pinch, and if the banding is dropping... You've got too much in there. Yep. That window will bind. Right. And then that's the same with the, the other one. It's just standard. This is probably the one that most people see. And that is just a standard gap and cracks one. And this one um, is pretty normal. For plumbers use. Yeah. <laughs> there's also one that you could use for plugging holes for mice. And there's something about it. it it's a special it's a rodent thing. block. It has rodent, rodent block. block. Right. And, and that one will help keep the mice out. And, um, and, and different rodents and stuff like that. So you can try this. Oh, we're it, going to. It, it's a we're going to put it right in here. Great stuff. Or any of the expanded foams are really a great product to use and to go ahead and go around the bottom of, of the rim joist. Again, that's the, the band that goes around the bottom where your siding meets the foundation, the concrete. You'll see that's, that's where that rim joist is. 
any penetrations of conduit or plumbing, any wires coming out, you want to make sure you air seal that. If you've got no, vinyl there's siding. Some carp there's some carpenter watching this freaking out because you have a sill plate that sits on top of the concrete. Your rim joist sits on top of the sill plate. Your floor <laughs> joist sits on top of the sill plate. Now, and the, it and the knee bone's connected the to the. Plate and where the sill plate meets the <laughs> rim joist, but. I just said when some carpenter out there getting all mad at you because I am a carpenter, you're an electrician, so you're only close. Yeah, you know, it, it's, <laughs> it's good. It is all good. So, But uh, yes. what I want to say is, you know those old cinnamon rolls that you would whack or on the counter and they would pop open and scare you? Uh-huh. You need to do this first. You need to test this first because it's going to come out and it's going to explode and it's going to scare you and we're going to You want to do it? it. Yeah, All we right. have to. We have to? Okay. How I, much time do we have? It says well, right there. You know, when you use those foams, Seven. the biggest thing I tell most people is when you think you have enough, it's too much. Right, yeah. Yes, because it way expands, and I can't yes. put my stove back against the wall. <laughs> and we have people over there like, why doesn't your stove go back? Because Ron Cowgill hasn't come over and fixed it yet. <laughs> he said, take this stuff and spray it all over. So and, I did, and, and, and what'd it you do? exploded. Right. Yeah. Okay, so we shake this up. Can you hear that? Are you ready? To, I'm ready. You want to do it? I'm ready. Okay, so we'll shake it up. It's been sitting inside, so it's warm. You don't want to do this when it's cold. Because then I'm afraid. I'm afraid of everything. And now, if it's going to explode. The other, the other interesting thing about this product right here. Sorry, Rich. Um, I'm shaking it right in front of your face there. That's rude. So. This expands based on humidity. So if you have a really low humid area, like if you live in Arizona or New Mexico out in the desert somewhere, this is not going to expand as much as it is here in uh, the in Chicago Wisconsin. area or Why? Wisconsin or in Florida because it's based on the humidity in the air. What does the humidity have to do with expanding or not expanding? It's kind of a water-based polyurethane, so it needs moisture in the air to cure. So this is the regular one. Then can we try the... The low expanding one won't do much. Go ahead. Is Try. this the regular one or low Wait, expanding? I'll, I'll get rid of the caulk gun. Okay. I'll hang that So on. this is really scary. Oh, he's zooming. Yeah, he is. He's zooming in. got to move this too. Okay, so Sorry, I'm Rich, fill, we're going to get all this out of your way for you. I'm going to fill the cup, right? No, 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 no just shoot it right there on the paper. I thought I was doing it in the cup. Turn it upside down. Turn you the got, can upside down. You got to turn it upside down. You got to do it like this. Well, I didn't turn it upside yes. down. Well, I, you no, are like now. That. There, go ahead. Shoot that on there. I did it at my house. Just a little bit. Whoa! That's okay. just a little bit. That was a Blinky. little bit. Uh, there you go. Now, here's another thing. Wear rubber gloves. Yes. Because you don't want poisonous. this stuff on your skin. It won't. I, I think long-term exposure may be dangerous, but the bigger thing is it doesn't come off very easy. It takes days for it to wear off. Yes. So wear rubber gloves. And it smells. And then the other thing is if you get too much in there and you do not wipe it, you can. You can, let, you can wipe the tip cure. off. Yeah. Let it cure. Let it cure completely, then shave it off with a utility knife or a blade. Right, because this is going to keep blowing up. Yes. Um, so can I wipe it off of here? Yes, just like that. There you go. And then how do I keep this from sealing? It, it will. So what will happen is um, then later on what you do is just cut this, and then you can use that tube again because that's going to seal up and dry on the very tip. So what you want to do... the inside won't be. Yeah, that'll stay. You'll be okay. For a couple can of I days. I mean, that won't the, be good for three months. Can I take this off and wash it out or no? No. Oh. No. no. It, it, no it, doesn't, it doesn't like that. Now, there are more expensive, there are you commercial ones. You can't see this. It, don't, leave it alone. It'll but, go. And it's but, also, the humidity in here is really dry. So it's not going to expand very well. 
but it's against you can't oh see yeah it. yeah i'll see what you're saying lay it down it's on the white you can see it in facebook yeah okay because it's on white paper so that'll, that'll keep going can i put it but, on your shirt no you also have uh i think it was like I, we checked the humidity in here it was like 22 percent humidity right now so that's pretty dry yeah it is pretty dry and you must have a whole bunch of air leakage <laughs> Yes, we do. <laughs> it is a cinder block building. So, yes, um, that's probably why it's not expanding very well. But that shows you how it comes out anyway. And you would normally just do one small bead and let it, uh, let it fill up. If you fill it all the way up to where it looks tight, then as this grows, it'll actually get... This is not a small bead. No, it's not. So you're telling people, okay, for example, right here. Yeah. They can't see that. Look, it's red. <laughs> <laughs> On Rich's shirt, if you want to, if you want to so, put, yeah. Is there a line on Rich's shirt? No, there's no line. Right there. So if you want yes. to fill this crack in, you're right. saying do a small bead. Right, and it will expand over time. Right, it expands like this. Right. Exactly. The joke is, it's a cinder black wall. Here. No, it's not. That is Rich. Uh, you're, you're, look at that. Now you're just you're scratching. <laughs> that goes on for a good couple hundred feet. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So aside from foam and caulk, are there any other things that are low perm ratings or low, you know, the perm rating is how much airflow goes through it. Okay. So like closed cell foam is pretty much zero perm. Yeah. What's the hold, difference hold, between closed cell and let open me, cell? Let me help you out there, Rich. Let me put this right there. Stand up, Rich. Stand up. All right. There we go. Hold on to that. Can you hold that real quick? Yeah, there you go. Hold yeah. that. Alright. Now oh, this, if you're gonna do larger areas, like if you were going to go around the perimeter of your home and, and spray in between all the joists where all the floor joists are around the perimeter of your house, you would use something like this. This is a Froth Pack two hundred and um, it's is made by Dow. It you wanna make sure that these are warm. If you if you pick this up in the in the winter and it was in fifty degrees out. You want to make sure you get this in the house, leave it sit for at least, you know, 12 to 24 hours so it warms up. The, tanks the warmer ideally, that is, the better. If yeah. you get 80 degrees, 90 degrees, that thing will blow foam beautifully. Right. And it's got so, a two-tank system. Fuzzy Robbie, if you zoom back in. Zoom back um, in, Fuzzy. Because then, Ron, would you point out there is the sill plate, the rim joist, and a floor joist shown there on yes. a cinder block wall. Yes. Let's see. You've got it right over here. That's the That's cinder block wall. And then this right. is your sill plate right there, whoop, down there. And then above that, yep. where they're starting to spray, that is the uh, floor joist area. And then the, oh, he, he went the away. box or the square, that's actually your rim joist. That's your rim joist right there, or your, so, sil your box joist. And yes, so that's where most of your air leakage is coming from there and then at the bottom of that sill plate. So the best way to use that product is from the bottom of the floor sheathing down to the cinder block all the way down so you can see they sprayed the perimeter right here they, they're spraying the perimeter and then once you've sprayed the perimeter that'll go down into all those cracks it'll seal it up start to expand and then you come back and spray the middle and then uh you'll, you'll fill that all in you want to get about three inches and rich is hiding behind it now um you'll pay about three inches in there uh, because this has about r6 per inch so every inch is a r value of six so it, this and is a great product. And the 200 is, it usually means it does 200 board feet. 
And when we come back, maybe we can explain what board feet is. And open and close cell. Oh, now, okay. see, look what you're doing to us now. I asked it before you weren't listening. I know. We'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. What segment is this? Three? Three. To save the day. Here they come to save the day. This is Mighty House. All right, I think we're in segment three now, aren't we? Yes. Okay. Where do you see segment? It says right here. I don't hear. You that. can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Periscope Live. Um, and we're brought to you by Mr. Floor. And wherever you're watching, click on the like button and hit subscribe. And something we haven't talked about yet is the newsletter, Rich. It's going to go out Probably after the I show. haven't created one the last two weeks. <laughs> I know. But, what we're go and, and people have been sending emails. If you go at mightyhouse.net, click on the um, contact us contact. page. Yep. And what do we got to do from there, Rich? Oh, just put in your first and last name, <laughs> your email address, and uh, just scroll on down and click on Boom Done. <laughs> boom Done. And that'll get you all yes, squared away. It's that easy. Rich, yes. would you leave so the, the idea being now that, obviously, with the radio show, um, we the newsletter was much longer with the guests and stuff. But with this, as we get better with this broadcast, it's a new medium for uh -huh. us. Yes. So as we get a little better with it, we will uh, you think? have more guests on and be Dude, able to. We've been doing do this 15 things. years. We never get any better. <laughs> We're like cheese. We always get better with age. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. We're, we're like that, that blue cheese. That, that, that's what it is. Which are you wants, watching us? She wants you to put your elbows on the table with us. There you go. See, he, he, his, his light, us. you know, he is, but his light, his, his light goes away, so he can't do it. There right. he goes, right there. That's perfect. So, getting back to the topic uh -huh. at, hand, at hand. And that being? Open and closed cell, foam. what is the difference? The, the foam? Or insulation, right? It's, yes, it, it, it is an insulation. It air seals and insulates all in one. So, what is the difference between open and closed cell? 20 bucks, thank so, you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, closed cell is more expensive. Closed cell foam is a, it, it's actually a structure that is impermeable. So it's closed cells. The air and moisture cannot migrate through it. So it's a 0.01 perm or something like that. It's a very low migration of moisture or air. Open cell foam will, in fact, allow moisture and air to pass through it, but it does it at a much slower rate than even fiberglass or any other type of insulation. So Which is better? That, that, uh, closed cell foam is better, but your climate dictates where you use it. And, and where you would so, want to use it. You wouldn't, if you want to you know, do sound... Even though, I'm, even though I appear to be standing between you, in Florida, we prefer <laughs> to use open cell foam. Closed cell foam will actually trap too much humidity. Right. And so... You, you don't want to appear, though, the closed cell foam in the Chicagoland area, north, uh, northern climate, you want to actually use the closed cell foam because that will uh, air seal better and tighten up the house and do a great job. Where Your open cell foam, it, what's the R value per inch on an open cell? Six to four. Open cell is uh, 3.8, yeah. almost the same as fiberglass. Yeah, you were close. And, and then, Robbie, how, how much is the... Uh, the closed cell? 
Oh, close cell is much higher because nothing can get through there. So See. I'm going to say it's about a five or six. Six. Yeah. Six to some, some of them, the, the density of some of them gets seven. Six point seven, yeah. That's yeah. amazing so, what warped into my head over the past <laughs> 10 years. Okay, so here's the real key with that. That When we're talking about that, we're talking about a that foam at one inch thick. Yes. So R3.8 or 6.7 per inch of thickness. So the code up by you guys says that your walls have to be R21. Right. So do the math backwards, you know, four inches of that, you're golden. That's right. Closed cell foam. Right. And you don't have to necessarily, uh, one option to get there is to use two by six framing and use an mm -hmm. R19 and then insulation on the outside. And, and you wrap the whole wall up and you're using a lot of lumber to do that. So the, the cost of doing that versus just building a two by four wall still and using your closed cell foam is, uh, is not bad. And then you can make up that last little uh, bit of difference by putting some foam on the outside of the wall. And you air seal right. that all up and, and you're done. And it's, it really makes a good solid wall. It's also closed cell foam will strengthen the walls and make them stronger. What so. else you got underneath here? I, I have some furnace filters. What are you eating under there? Under where? <laughs> you mean this stuff right here? <laughs> this? It rich? Do you have? Yeah. That? That's cotton candy. That's right. Now, is this bad? Is it going to be like itchy? If you itchy, don't rub, put, don't put your arms on it, because that will itch. Because the little fibers get stuck in you. Mm -hmm. Is it um, dangerous? Not technically, no. But I wouldn't put this in. I wouldn't put this in my house anymore. I would be using closed cell foam to spray. This works great if you can air seal and, and do everything properly on the outside of your house, and you wrap it, seal it up really good. You can put the uh, fiberglass in. It will do a decent job. So this is fiberglass. Right. This will yep. be. This will be itchy. So let's say I'm going to clean out a house, and there's a bunch of this left in the crawl space. Mm hmm. Is it in the ceiling? No, it's just like left Lay over. Oh, then I would just bag it up and throw it in the dumpster. Yes. Cool. So, the, but the, the newer product that is, the problem is this will hold moisture, and when it dries out, it, it mats, and then it, it loses all its R value. Here you go, Rich. So, <laughs> Rich, let me hand you this. You got, you got this one here? It worked really well. Did it? Yeah. What you got so going funny. in there? I, I got some rock wool here. No, 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 rock wool. Rock wall or rock, rock wool? Rock wool. Ooh. See, this this stuff, you can see right there, it looks like fiberglass, but this doesn't itch. And when this gets wet and dries out, it does not lose its R value. This looks like something I would throw away. Probably would. Because if it fell out on the floor, you wouldn't want it laying there. Is this new or used? This is brand new. This is brand new? Yes. And how do you put this in? Same way you would fiberglass. But, but it's breaking off into chunks. Yes. Just like the fiberglass does. So how do you install it? You, you would just, you would roll it up into the wall or you lay it in, into your ceilings and um, staple it up. Boom, done. And what about the chunks? The, the, if, when you get a fresh sweep wall. Sweep them up later. <laughs> you just sweep them up. That's it. So let's see if we can. So you could potentially. The idea that. So the difference with fiberglass insulation, you're, you're friction fitting it in your, in your stud space. Right. So mineral wool and, uh, you know, and, and those all actually are done friction fit. So that so-called friction fit is your air sealing. That's the limitations of those products. 
where the craft face fiberglass, that piece you had, the paper side, that gets nailed over the face of the studs or to the studs. You put that creates your vapor barrier. So the insulation is supposed to be insulation, thus our value, but the paper is what actually stops moisture migration. Right. Did you say something? Because fiber, when fiberglass gets wet, it has no R value. Right. It loses it all. Whereas that, and that's why we've gone to using a lot of rock wool, is because even if it does get wet, it dries out, it gets, goes right back to its original R value. And uh, it's a, overall, it's a better product. So once the fiberglass gets wet, it, has no, it no longer has an R value. Yeah, because it compresses and it loses all its R Will value. it ever go back? No. Not really. So if you it have squishier. a leak in the house, mm -hmm. a leak in the ceiling, it goes through your insulation, your insulation's gone. For that area. That, Pretty much. Yeah. Hmm. So, so the other thing is back in the day, we used to, you'd put in the new windows in a new house and you'd take strips of fiberglass and you'd tuck it in around the window. <laughs> and what we ended up doing is creating an air filter around that window because fiberglass insulation consists of very long strands of glass. So, right. and it's supposed to be loose. So the idea being is that once heat or cold hits this piece of glass, before it can get through your wall, it has to travel all the way through the filament to get to the other side. But if you compress it, then where are they touched, they will just pass. So by compressing your insulation, you end up with lower R value. Raise your hand if you don't understand. <laughs> okay, so if you are watching or listening, um, Rich at MightyHouse.net, yes. if you have any questions about this, because it's a great topic and I'm interested up to a point. It but sounds he lost like me. insulation than air sealing. Yeah. It is. You lost Rockwell me. Rockwell also does a really good job at sound dampening. Okay, yes. Uh, I think more than uh, fiberglass as well. Correct. Absolutely. So Rockwell's much better at it. If you're if you're uh, if you have a bedroom and you want to make sure that as you're building a house and you want to keep those rooms uh, more sound tight, then then you can put the Rockwell between all those stud spaces in those in those walls, and uh, it'll make a big difference for your sound. So it it really works well. Are you, what are you doing? I don't know. Cheersing. You know what I feel like? I feel like one of the ladies, like on The View or something, like, yeah. oh, yeah, mm -hmm, and then they, you know, raise their and take a sip. I have no idea what you're talking about. Did you guys Any get morning solo TV cups show. and just stick Mr. Floor stickers on? Yeah, there? Are these, those are, really Mr. Floor these are solo cups with Mr. Floor stickers, and we glued handles on the end. We cut up others, and then we put handles on there, too. See how you do that? Nice. That's awesome. We'll put that right Nothing in but there. the best for this show. That's right, damn it. All right. They're real here. They're real? Oh, and that's soaking Whoops. through. Put it right next to your mic right there. There. <laughs> See? There you go. All right. There you go. Okay. So um, the last thing you can do if you want to insulate, one, you can you can do some blown-in cellulose, and um, that will help with, it, with your attic. Currently, right now in the Chicagoland area, uh, the northern climates, you want to have an R49, which ends up being quite a bit of insulation. So um, you can you can buy the rolls and haul all that up there and roll it all out. Uh, but in between each bat, you have all these gaps. So if you if you buy the cellulose or you can buy blown-in fiberglass, the big box stores have it. You can rent the machines, and you can just go uh, set that up. It takes two people, and again, this is something you can easily do yourself. And everything we've been talking about today is, other than the blower door test, is something you can do yourself, and it's fairly simple to, to tackle this stuff. 
So okay. you can set well, up the blower. Back, up the, back the truck up. Okay. Beep. Because that was only one beep. We're, okay, we're not backing up Ron far. usually does the beeps. Beep, beep, Thank you. beep, 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 okay. beep. So again, since we were talking air sealing today and somehow we went full-blown insulation. That's just me, I, did there. I I got you, brother. I got your back. You know so, that. I don't want you to just go and tell people, go to a box store, rent the blower and all that, because we got to go back to air sealing. All those old can lights in your attic, all the penetrations from the conduit, from Romex, whatever your house is wired with, plumbing stacks, water lines, uh, anything that's going from one floor to another through the attic or into the attic, all those openings have to be air sealed. Can lights, J-boxes, Yep. right? So air seal all that with spray foams. Then you can blow in that insulation, and you've got the R value, and it's not an air filter. Correct. So you air seal, then insulate. Air seal, then insulate. What do we do, Robbie? Yeah. Air seal, then insulate, and then we fill the cup yeah. up with this stuff and make it look like an ice cream sundae. It's... Oh, you know what's scary? What? You're holding it. And no. if that gets on your skin, what? Ooh, you just touched oh. it. I see, you just touched like, it. I see. We'll be back with more right after right back. Mighty House. Mighty House will return. See, it's a good thing that this isn't live. It is live. Oh, it is? Roger's live. watching. Oh, no. Sorry, Roger. <laughs> we're all sorry. There we go. All right. I think we're back now. Is this a podcast or what is this? Hey, this is a pot. Is a podcast. Right, what is right? this? You decided what it was. This is this is what is it? The the broadcast. It's the live broadcast of, of the taping. Yeah, yeah. Of the podcast. That's it. Okay, right I, that's I, that's kind of what I thought it was. So what you mean digitizing? Because you're not really taping this. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we like to use the same lingo. Yeah, it's taping. But, you know, we would tape it. You know, or or are we actually recording it? Um, You're recording it. It's all becoming ones and zeros. Right. And Ken, thank you, too, for watching. Yeah. We're sorry. All right. And again, uh, you can watch us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Periscope Live. And it's all brought to you right now by Mr. Floor. So go to MrFloor.com for all their cleaning products all across the country. They ship to all of the lower 48 states. So you can We're go right there. We're going to shoot for Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights, 7 p.m. on a regular basis. Let's, this one's kind of running a little... Uh, uh, a skew of, Went a little late because yeah. we had some okay, technical that's, difficulties. That's Wednesday night. That's it. We're we're <laughs> we're a little off the center line, but that's okay. We'll we'll be fine. And uh, with this, I think now this segment we want to do just the email of the week. So if you've got an email, make sure you send it to Rich at MightyHouse.net, and uh, we can address it. So in this I last to Rich at MightyHouse.net. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we can do it. And uh, and we'll sing a song. We're gonna sing a song. Yes. What's the song? Uh, what's uh, Fuzzy, Fuzzy Robbie? Robbie. Email, we, we get, get email. email, we get your email every day. Boom, boom. Here's your mail today. Ooka-chunka, ooka-chunka, ooka-chunka. All right, Robbie, you got it? Happy holidays. Yeah, it was. We are sure going to miss our Saturday morning listening to you, but thanks for all the great programs. But there will only be one hour on Saturday mornings now, so it kind of still there, but not long. Yeah. We will be checking out your podcast, though. What yes. caulk works best for bathtubs? It seems like silicone is better, but harder to remove than latex. We just don't want to have to replace it again in four years. Happy New Year. There you go. So, we, we're, we're, oh, I put the caulk gun over here. So, again, so you need need one of these. Bathtubs, are, bathtubs and tile are a very good one. Yes. To discuss, like, 
what the, what's the best caulk for that area? I think 100% silicone is still your best bet, but you have to prep everything perfectly. Yeah. Or what if you don't? Then it just peels right back off. Stick. So um, yeah. I don't know. I'll explain how I do it, Rich, and then you can ex explain how you do it. How's that? Okay. So, Let's see if we do it the same way or not. Okay. So then I, I take a razor blade, and, and, and this is, again, this is on ceramic tile and on a porcelain tub. If you have a fiberglass tub, you may not want to do it this way. <laughs> Just say Maybe it. Maybe not. So I take a razor blade and I cut all of that old caulk out that doesn't just pull out when you when you pull it. Um, mm -hmm. And then a lot of times you'll see where water kind of comes running out of it, and that that's all the water that's been trapped behind the tile. So, yes, Robbie. I just want to make sure Chris is listening. This is very important. Okay, Chris, you ready? I know she's watching. So. Okay, so. Once you've pulled all that out, then you take the razor blade and you scrape it all off the, the tub as best you can and off the tile as best you can. And then after that, you take a towel with some acetone. Nail polish remover. Okay, yes, nail polish remover. And you take that and you can use it. You can even use like uh, the 3M pads, the little scrubbies. Scrub that all mm -hmm. down, get it all nice and clean, and then let it set for 24 hours. Make, if you, especially if you have water coming out. Uh, when you put yep. that all up. So let it set for 24 hours and dry really good. And then you come back and you can apply your new um, coat, uh, put your new caulking in. This is not the caulk you would want to use. And in the last, because, because that is just a water-based caulk, watch your shirt. Um, and that will collect moisture, hold moisture, and also uh, allow mold and mildew mold. but this says uh, silicone this says silicone you said use silicone it's silicon yeah, it, it starts with dap so it really doesn't work <laughs> yeah this is, says right there fast drying latex caulk with silicone and i would see that and i would say that's acceptable no no it's not no so the last time i did this i and it, it at my house anyway i used a it had a mildew resistant uh, additive to it and that's lasted over a year now. It's really doing good. And and that was a G, uh, uh, GE product. Yeah, it was 100% silicone with mild mildicide in it. And I'm a moron. <laughs> I didn't say that. Ordinary people. <laughs> I didn't say that. So uh, so what you do then is I used the mildicide. I caulked it. I did it, set it all in there, and it's been good now for well over a year. And so. Um, it works pretty well. Okay, Rich, how would you address it? Basically the exact same way. Probably okay. the only thing I do different is I don't use acetone typically. Oh, to um, scrub it down? No, scrub it down and I use brake clean from an auto parts store. <laughs> what about rubbing alcohol? <laughs> that no, rubbing alcohol will still leave uh, trace compounds. The reason I like using brake clean for all, for all reasons is is that it's one of the few cleaners that's a solvent that leaves no residue. Right, as does acetone. Acetone's the same way. So it evaporates. So it's good for scrubbing. Right, and and if you want to get it stoned, it's really good. Close the door. Yeah. <laughs> Which brake clean is probably acetone. I've really never read the can. Yeah, that's true. But, you just paid more because it says brake clean on it. Yeah, but and it comes compressed can. <laughs> oh, it was, there you go. Yes, yeah. Robbie. So, so anyway, my question. Then, yes. So that the other thing is is when you go to put silicone caulk in, if you're not very good at caulking, um, you should maybe try some blue painter's tape yep. and, you know, put that on the tub and on the tile. And there's nothing, no pride lost. If you have to go buy one of those little caulk squeegees, they're like anywhere from, 
you know, three dollars to the I've seen the the Supreme kit at the box stores for nine dollars with all the different profiles. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with using something like that so that you can get a nice bead. But you do it where you're squeegeeing, leaving the bead there, but you want the tape as dry as possible. Then let it dry for two or three hours. Pull that tape back real carefully and then let it dry 24 hours before you take the shower. Yes, Robbie. My question is on the beading because you do a line. Oh, do you have any beading? No, you no, want? no. You don't do a line. Stop. <laughs> you don't want to do a line. You will never finish your bathtub if you do a line. Why is this not? Because you need here. Somebody... Let me let me let me arm this for you. You turn this up, and now it is oh. armed. Okay, so you do the, the here here do the line right on there. Do a, do a fresh line. Okay, so here's my question. You keep talking about laying a bead, right, Rich? Keep going. Keep this going. This is working yeah. really well. Yeah. So you talk keep about keep going. Keep going. Laying a bead. Come on. Come on. Yes. Come on. Come on, go. Fudge buckets. Go. Okay. Go. So are you supposed to then, yeah, look how nice I'm doing this. Yeah. Are you supposed to then take your finger and smush it in? Because no. when you talk about laying a bead, I'm assuming like the nice round. See, that's where, this is a whole nother show, caulking. See that, um, it, it actually, there, now it's, now it's ready to go. See? But like how Ron is got the tip back and he's pulling the caulk gun backwards uh -huh. you can actually if you cut that tip at an angle and you start your bead and push it forward and you watch where the, the caulk rises just before the tip the back side of that caulk gun will actually do the finger thing you're talking about and pushing it in and you won't have to do anything but that takes a lot of practice it's like drywall taping it's not something you just do see you did a, you did a nice line right there but it's, it's, Here, is it supposed to look like that? Is it supposed to be, or is it supposed to be there. smushed into the crack between the tub and the tile? It should be mushed in there. You want it to seat yeah. inside. You want, you want it to, want to fill it the crack or fill the gap. So then what do you do with the Windex? Windex? What? Oh, because oh. you can spit well, on your finger. Silicone caulk, you can do that, yes. Yeah. No, we're getting the wrap-up sign. Why? Rich. This was fun. Playing with. Can Culkin? you hear me now? I want to do yeah. it like this. I want to make it pretty like that. Because <laughs> I was talking to her and I had my mic muted. No, you were you were good. We heard you the whole time. Oh, maybe I didn't mute it. Yeah, you're okay. You muted mine. Yes, I, my muted. mute doesn't work. <laughs> I think we're All done. Right. I'm a, we, wrap it up. All right, we'll be back. Close next week. Hey, stay tuned for. Robbie's World. Next. We're going to have some really good Robbie World, Robbie's Worlds coming up. That's right. So Can't we, wait. We can do the Keep It Square and Level until next time. We yes, do that? we can. All right. Keep It Square and Level. Until, until next, next time. time. Until next time. There you go. We'll see you later. Have fun. Thank you.